Sunday service with Laura Fox on 2FM. Yes, it is time for my favourite time of the week. It is Sunday service and I'm joined in the studio today by the fabulous Ellen Leonard. Hello, darling. How are you? Morning. How are you? So Ellen is the social media lead for RT Radio 1. Yes. Our, I've joined the dark side I <laughs> feel like now. they're our parents that <laughs> we like yeah. to stay away from. And the first time that I would have met you, Ellen, was in the offices of 2FM where you let off the biggest fart in the whole entire world. And I honestly, I'm just going to have to own the fact that it potentially was. But it was! I had to come up so I had leather Zara baggy trousers they were like parachute pants yeah yeah. they were fast cute sorry you looked sensational I was like who is this girl thank you strutting my way up through the office I was like now I'm going to make friends with some people in 2FM so off I went up and I bent down and a gust of wind <laughs> somehow shot up the legs of the trousers just as I was squatting down and like the up and down motion of it I had to repeat it 10 times to prove that it wasn't a fart I can't believe you're making me talk about farts on the first show. Well, this is 2FM. So. I'm shook. You wouldn't be getting that now over in Radio 1. Oh my God. It, uh, genuinely though, and I have to give people so context to you. This was way back like it was 2019, 2018, 2019 time. I literally time. just started. Yeah. So, the office was full is what I'm trying to get at. Okay. We didn't have anybody working from home. There was people everywhere. It was so it was your baptism of fire and from then we've, we've never parted ways. So it's great to have you finally oh, on the show. Thank you. Thank, thanks for bringing that up. Lovely stuff. <laughs> we'll get straight into it. Our very first story in Sunday service today. When I say that my jaw hit the floor and I had to make a mental apology to this poor woman, Carol Baskin, please fill us in about this. I know, poor Carol Baskin. So if you haven't watched Tiger King, there's been one and two seasons now at this stage. You might have had to watch it in fairness because it was all over TikTok and social media when it first came out during the pandemic. But poor Carol was accused of murdering her husband, chopping him up and feeding them to the tigers. Terrible rumour to spread about anybody. Oh Just my God, it was absolutely bizarre and we full on believed it. And now what I tried, tried to remind ourselves is at that time we'd nothing else to focus on. So Tiger King was where it's at. Absolutely. Um, and we swallowed up every single episode with a very much like, oh my God, what's happening here? What's yeah. going on? What What is this? You're probably the only person in the world that didn't watch it, but didn't need to. Because I didn't you just, need to. You consumed it on TikTok. I did. I watched it all. I was doing the TikTok dance where they made up that song about Joe Exotic accusing her of doing Carol that. Carol Baskin. Yeah. Killed her husband whacked him like that will live in my head forever didn't need to watch the show but she was out there trying to do great work rescuing cats rescuing tigers and I think Netflix might have tried to steer the narrative in that way and she's not thrilled about that but it turns out so her first husband uh, Lewis he disappeared in 1997 so he was 59 and now that we found out he's alive. He's 84. Apparently, he's been living his best life down in Costa Rica with a million dollars. And someone from Homeland Security or the FBI or something gave Carol a letter to say, oh yeah, actually, you've been right the whole time. He is alive and well. So can I point out that Carol Baskin told us all? <laughs> my husband is probably in Costa Rica because that's where he was planning to go and it's where he spent a lot of his time. <laughs> so he was where she, he said he was the entire time. Now, it gets even worse when she did dance with the stars like she got so much hate mm. for 
for doing that because like essentially what the world believed to be someone who was a murderer was on this dancing show and all the while she wasn't she wasn't lying he's alive and please tell us about the great work that she was doing in the background yeah so she obviously didn't want this horrendous like she was getting like you said death threats like people were out so the men that she was trying to stop from doing all the animal abuse to the tigers and the owners they've been putting out these rumours about her but it didn't stop her and to finish off with Carol in a nice way now that her name has been cleared as of December 20th just gone um, if you want to look on her website it's bigcatrescue.org but President Biden did sign the Big Cat Public Safety Act into law so basically that means any like contact with big cat cubs must cease immediately and people have to register them now and there's like they're just kind of tightening that whole thing up but that like she I'm I am thrilled for her because she's had a hard couple of years and basically she's been advocating for this for like the last 30 years so in in short, does this mean that like people over in the States can no longer just have a pet tiger or a pet lion or yeah. just for, for it's, giggles? Like? Exactly. It's to stop the mistreatment of big cats. So, you know, they're kind of abusive and they're it's a cruel trade industry. Mm. So that's going to tighten that way up. Um, and she's, she's thrilled with herself and I'm happy for her now. She deserves that little win after the trauma. Well, a public apology to Carol Baskin for all of us screaming at our tellies during <laughs> the lockdown. I'm delighted that things are working out. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, on to our next story today, Ellen, we have got Selena Gomez. Love her. I know. And I oh, we are. Her. We're huge fans of her here. Since Wizards of Waverly Place, now I'm talking about oh, her. Oh, that's back way back when. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a good that's, 15 that's years even ago. pre Justin Bieber era. Well, now I'm wondering, was I a bit old to be watching? No, it? you weren't. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. No, that was, I always think of Wizards of Waverly Place was a kind of a transition period. Mm. Like, for me, it was it was one of those ones for older kids. Definitely. Yeah. Where, like, Hannah Montana y Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah, vibes. Into that. yeah it was probably Cooking a Cooking fun. Yeah, loved it. And yeah. I loved her in it. And I don't feel like she's changed that much. I feel like she's still the same her and she's very authentic still, but I don't like the hate that she's getting. Yeah, I know. She got an awful lot of um just I mean and the abuse, by the way, which is absolutely and utterly ridiculous, was all about her size. Horrible people, to be completely honest, who seem to have nothing else to do, who were quite mean to her about her appearance mm. um, when she appeared at the... What awards ceremony was it? It was the 80th annual Golden Globes and she went with her little sister, Gracie, who's only nine. They're like the best of pals and she looked unreal, Laura. She had like big bouncy ponytail, like fab wine gown, big puffy sleeves, like legs out. Very on trend. She looks unreal. Yeah. Like oh, you couldn't fault her and of course... She's only back on Instagram recently. Like she actually came off because she needed a mental health break from it because she was getting so much hate. And as soon as she's back on it, living her best life, looking unreal, she's getting abuse again. And it's not right. It's 2023. We shouldn't be having any of that. She was in Cabo a couple of months ago as well, looking unreal. Like, who looks good coming out of the water? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> and Do you know, we went to um, Italy during the summer and it was one of my friend's weddings and I've never been to the Almafi Coast or any of that kind of notion-y place. And we went to Positano and you know, you always is see people... The, is this when you're out on the boat? The boat. Yeah. Oh, the infamous boat. I, all the listeners know about the boat. If you don't, I will explain it again for another day. But we went to Positano again like that for the, the very aesthetic um, like nature of it where like you stand there with those gorgeous photos mm. with all the buildings, you know, the quality buildings. Yeah, in the background, everybody gorge. knows it. When I tell you, trying to get 
get in and out of that sea is the hardest thing in the whole entire world. You, it's all rock, right? So it's all these little stones. Uh, it's not even that. They all sink under your feet. So there's no way of actually standing, like walking out of the water without falling on your arse, like back and over and 10 times like going. Nobody it's can do It's not cute. It's not cute at no. all. So being popped like that and, and all this stuff coming up. Anyway, we're getting completely off topic because this is kind of the first time a celebrity has come out mm-hmm. with a statement and basically saying back off and leave yeah. me alone. So she was in the car after the award ceremony with Gracie again, which is her little sister, and she did an Instagram live. And basically she goes, she just basically said, um, where is it here? Oh yeah. So And I, I just feel it's really sad for her little sister to even have to witness this. But she was on Instagram live, there was people commenting and she just addressed it and she said, I'm a little bit big right now because I enjoyed myself during the holidays. And she looked back at her sister then and she goes, but we don't care. And we don't care and nobody should care. And like, join the club Selena sure you live your best life in December like you don't need somebody saying anything to you and the fact that she actually looks perfectly perfect is worrying that people feel the need to come out and say something like that to her and like I said back in 2021 she had a chat with Vogue and she was just saying you know she does struggle with mental health issues and she's trying to kind of brush this off but the fact that she's to go on Instagram and back off it and on it like just leave her alone I know, and it, as you said, it is 2023, so we're ju- we're not doing it. We're just no. we're not having it. Okay, no, none of that. Everybody's Nonsense. enjoying themselves. We're live, laugh, loving. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that's it. We're just not having a bar of it. But I do. I fully support her just coming out and saying I had a good time, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to apologise for having a good time. That's just the way it is. And Leonard, we will be back with more Sunday service just after these. <laughs> Sunday service with Laura Fox on 2FM. Sunday service with Laura Fox on 2FM. If you're just joining us, you're very welcome. It is Sunday service with myself, Laura Fox, joined in studio today by the wonderful Ellen Leonard. Welcome back, Ellen. Thank you. So please get us straight into uh, one of the funniest stories that we heard all week, all about Kate Moss, um, either being tricked or just running away with her own words uh, about being called a wagon. It's my favourite story. (laughs) It's just, where would you get it? Ireland. Honest to God. so undeniably Irish. We just love moments like that. We just live for this. We're just like, hey. So basically, if you haven't seen it, poor Kate Moss, she was getting interviewed with um, British Vogue to celebrate her birthday. So it obviously been filmed, I don't know when, a, a while ago, but we've only just picked up on it now. And she was there thrilled with herself. Basically, she said an Irish word that has gotten lost in translation. So I think we have a clip. Do you want to play the clip? Let's actually let Kate Moss explain it herself. We got a little bit tipsy at a wedding and I think in Irish, wagon is drunk. So basically, we were all wagons because during that time we were all doing shows, drinking a lot of champagne and calling each other wagon. (laughs) Like, I can't. I just love even acting along to it. I just want to talk like her now as well and everything. Like, it was just, I'm mortified for her, but I also love it. Like, I feel like she's really embracing the whole Irish thing. And she felt like she was part of the crack. 
it obviously was a term of endearment. But it got brought on to all of their shows. So like, I think the thing that I find the best part about this is that they were going off walking on the biggest runways in the world, doing all of these, because like, they were in the peak at the time. So they were like, the. They, I mean, they still are the biggest supermodels themselves. And Naomi Campbell. Mm-hmm. And they were going around calling themselves, oh, you little wagon. Wagons. Oh, you little wagon. And like the joke, like you said, is still going on. Like Naomi Campbell is standing by this. Like they've been corrected. They don't care. I think she had a post up recently and she was like, hashtag wagons for life. Like they are, they're committing to this. It's a hill they're going to die on or whatever that saying is. And I love it for them. But at the same time, I'm like dead at whoever said, oh, who, it was. It was Bono's, Bono's wife. wife. That was Bono's it. wife called them a group of wagons. And, and it's very funny because when we were chatting about this earlier on, producer Kate actually very, very correctly pointed out that it's all about tone. Totally. And that Irish people know exactly how to take that tone. Yes. You know, you could be like, oh God, there's such a wagon. Mm. And that would not be a compliment. But then you could also go around and be like, oh, there's this little wagon. Yeah. And that would be a, a term of endearment. I have no doubt in my mind that this was definitely a term of endearment. I'd say oh, they, they were, were having the crap. Like they, they were drinking champagne, Laura. <laughs> like they were living their best lives. And she obviously did like you said say it as a joke UA and they just latched onto it they just they're not letting it go and took off but it's it's been the commentary on TikTok on Twitter on on Instagram under all of these uh, articles that have been shared and all these sound bites it's like the Irish people are just living for it and before everybody realised or even looked into the fact that it was Bono's wife that had come out and said it everyone was like who duped yeah. them because it's very Irish as well to trick people do we remember the Carlsberg ad a couple of years ago where it was like oh Oh, say something in Irish to me and oh, your yeah. man's like dear gwitch yeah. and he's smallum cock <laughs> Mm. <laughs> and that's it and you, you would full on like I've done it on holidays like yeah. when you go to Thailand or you go you get you a go kick anywhere, out of it and they're like say something and, and you just give them random words and they go on with it and I think for them as well when they're travelling the world they're bringing this little nugget and calling people a wagon and like it's like their own inside joke but it also you'll get other people being like what's a wagon and like I think someone asked them is it because you're always falling off them and she was like no it's just girls having fun and you're like Sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> what I actually take from this, though, too, like our last point on it, is that they have such fond memories of being here. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, and I do like, I mean, the Irish have a really fun reputation around the world. But it, there's just something that beams you with pride, knowing that <laughs> they had such great crack at that wedding and they've left since and they're still calling each other wagons and they're going around talking about it to other people, being like, well, when we were at this wedding yeah. in Ireland. And it's a proud moment yeah. for us. We should be thrilled with this. Look I at us, their it. hospitality. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, speaking of hospitality, Madonna's coming back to us. Oh, stop. I, do you know what? Did you watch the video? I don't know if you've seen it, but the announcement of the her new celebration yes. tour. So Madonna is coming back with a bang. It's for the celebration tour. It's four decades of mega hits. I actually find that quite hard to believe. Four decades? I, Connor, Bean, I, I, Connor Bean is a Madonna mega fan, as we know. He comes into the offices all the time with different merch t-shirts from different scenarios and stuff. Like, when this was announced, the squeal that that man let out. Like, was this before he found out there wasn't one in Ireland? Um, no. Well, he, I don't think it matters to Connor Bean because he would probably She's travel. Just True, She's fair. just There's back. two in London, yeah. in fairness, so he can he can go there. But there is a few unhappy people on Twitter that she's not coming to Dublin yet. I think she might. I think they do this a good 
a good chunk She's of the time. She's teasing us. They, te- well, they, they need to see what the demand's going to be like. This is what I tell myself. They need to see what the mm-hmm. demand's going to be like and then eventually well, the demand like, is high. Nice. I would say demand <laughs> is back. extremely high here. So she got like a good few of her pals around a table. There's Diplo, Jack Black, Lil Wayne um, and they were playing this wild game of truth and dare. Like if you haven't seen it, do go look at her, her full announcement video because she has a short version of it on her Instagram and her TikTok. I will link it on my stories right after this. Yeah, like it is it's scandalous like I'd love to be there but they were getting themselves <laughs> to awful things all together like kiss him do this to her and then at the very end of it uh, Amy Schumer dares her to go on tour and her answer was like basically F yeah can't wait four decades of great music avec moi welcome to the party she said and I was like oh my god I want to go to this party so it was like an iconic way of announcing her comeback but um, like I said there's no sign of an Irish date just yet but there are two London dates and she will be performing across 35 cities so she might as well just make it 36 I know 36 it's nothing to you you may as well go for it Um, what I will say about that though too is sometimes it is fun to see artists in different venues but the only thing is and we're back to being so proudly Irish again there's nothing like an Irish card no can't beat it can't beat it Um, Ellen we will be back in just a couple of minutes time we're going to be talking all about some of my favourite people in the world my (laughs) jamma Sunday service with Laura Fox on 2FM RTE 2FM 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 Sunday Service with Laura Fox on 2FM It is time for our final instalment of Sunday Service with Ellen Leonard thank you so much for coming in with us today Thank you and please tell everybody what we were talking about for the last one today So this is literally just for you (laughs) I wanted to make a good first impression obviously I need to come with a Maya Jama story (laughs) so as you know, uh, Love Island returned to our screens on Monday for its winter edition and it's in South Africa. So it's actually the first time in three years since the winter series has aired, obviously because of mm. COVID. So everyone dying to see Maya in action and she did not disappoint. Her first outfit, Laura, when you saw her in that red crochet mini skirt and crop top, like, can you cope? And do you know, I know you want to get in here because no, 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 so no, but I just what I love about her is even outside of like what she was like on air, even on her Instagram post when she put that first one up, in her looking like I've never seen she's a vision, but she's like I hope I do is proud, like she's just so nice and she just really cares about doing this show justice. I just think that she's the perfect, mm-hmm. the perfect, and I've said it so many times here, but my, <laughs> I'm so petty that years ago after um, Caroline Flack had left the show and Laura Whitmore was about to take on over I had said Maya Jama would be the mm-hmm. best person for the job and I said it to my friends who were all very much like oh my god no like who even is she that line kills me I know, but, but she- I'm throwing all my friends under the bus here because they were like I don't know like I mean no I don't think that she would do a great job don't think she's experienced enough I'm not even completely sure if she'd be great and I'm like guys I'm telling you she'd be the most fantastic mm-hmm. person at this and then it gets announced and my group chat like that is like oh my god you called it have you no but they're all like oh my god have you seen her she's fantastic she's a, she's an excellent host like she looks unbelievable she hits the mark because she is of that demo and yeah. she believes in Love Island and That's she just it. wants to get behind it 
Well, to tell you that I brought the receipts. Oh, I'd I say you're thrilled with yourself. Straight in, I was like, <clears throat> do you remember when you said X, Y, Z? And do you remember? And they were like, Laura, you're a freak. How long have you on been January on January 1st, 2020, <laughs> I sent you this text at 10.03 a.m. Do you not remember? I told you this is going to happen. So this this is how passionate I am about my agenda. I've been backing her from the start. You're right, though. She's but a great one to back. The lads in my house had decided they weren't going to watch it this year. So I have to, I have to take it to my room and watch it on my laptop. And I'm like, invest in it and then all the TikToks were going around of that fight that happened on Thursday night and then they'd sent into our WhatsApp group being like oh I might get involved now and I'm like too late you're too far behind yeah, I was no. like you can watch it on your own time you snooze like, you lose lads this is mine I understand when people need the odd break yeah. from Love Island but this is not the time <laughs> you need to watch Maya Jamma in action like she is just phenomenal and like Everyone, everyone on social has nothing bad to say to her. Not that I've seen anyway. That's and kind of the first time that I've seen so, like incredible. such, such mm. an outpouring of positive uh, compliments the whole time. And it's great. It's the way that it should be. Absolutely. Uh, I will say that I probably would have taken a break from the Winter Love Island. Winter Love Island just never hits home for me. Mm-hmm. It's just not the same as the summer one. Yeah, fair. Because the summer one, you're in the mood for watching people in their bikinis. In the winter, you're just like, like I only took down my Christmas tree on Friday. <laughs> oh, like, <no. laughs> so to you're me, you're still the, hibernating. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm happy with that but I'm 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 in it because of my jamma so that is a credit Same. to ITV for actually getting her on board. Yeah. Um I'm not sure if you listened to that podcast that I, we've spoken about it so many times on this show then we may as well bloody endorse them. But the diary of a CEO with Stephen Barnett. Yes. And I've we, heard a few of them. Yeah, they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. And we had spoken about uh Davina McCall. We'd spoken about her episode in depth on on this show because it's a fantastic episode and if you are looking for some form of a podcast to listen to I would listen to that because she's had such a fascinating life one of the things that she said on that is that she would love to have a love island that is dedicated solely to people who are like divorced or who are separated or who never found the love of their life who are ready who are older who want it I've been banging on about this for years I actually even for years said like if you put people who were like 27, 28 in there and that only I had the cut off point there because when you're younger you shouldn't want to have a big relationship No you're literally outliving your best life so it kind of does go against what you do at that age but I like this concept is genius and why it hasn't happened before now I don't know but it just brings me such so so tell us about the report so basically right Davina McCall has pitched an idea to ITV like you said Laura to have like an older version of Love Island now apparently it's going to be called the Romance Retreat but they haven't confirmed or denied any of that oh yeah retreat is a nice word yeah Yeah. it's a real civilised retreat it reminds me of um, off doing yoga (laughs) couples retreat do you remember that movie with Adam Sandler and and they went off on their couples retreat together and then they go off to the party island and stuff exactly and I hope this is what it's like for them so hopefully this will get the green light I don't think it's 100% yet but basically Davina like you said was like these people are going to be nominated by their grown-up children. And even the fact that they're grown-up children, like, they're probably, they've all moved out, they're probably on their own, they might be a bit lonely. And even for them to go and make even friends in the same situation, that could lead to more. But, like, just (laughs) to have someone to go to the cinema with and, like, find people with similar interests, it it just sounds so wholesome and so badly needed. Like, if you're watching First Dates, right... Who are you rooting for? You're rooting for the more mature couple. Let's be honest. Because it's just, it nearly brings a tear to your eye. Like you just want them to be happy. Like you do everybody, but there's just a little extra bit of satisfaction when somebody more mature finds 
a friend. So that's exactly, we're rooting for it. We are rooting for this. And and I finally think that this will be the non-eye roll of Love Island. Like I think people will be interested in Definitely. watching this because it's like that. It's a bit more mature. It's not going to get bashed as much. Yeah. But we all have to give credit to Davina McCall because she called it. Yeah. And, and she did say that, that ITV got back to her and we're like, oh yeah, we were thinking of something similar, which I am calling BS on mm, immediately. She gave them that idea. She gave them that idea. And then they were so good. They were like, yeah, uh, we might consider you for that. Uh, you better <laughs> consider her for that. She'd be perfect. But like, I just, and and she understands kind of, you know, people have gone through like hardship or you might yeah. be a widow or there might be like some heavier stuff there. Like no better woman to handle it. So like, I just think it'd be perfect. And I would be bet into that now. Ellen Leonard, thank you so much for joining us on Sunday Service. We will have you back again shortly. Thank you. Sunday Service with Laura Fox on 2FM.